And not to brag, me and Nikki are in an open relationship. We're very open with each other. You're welcome to come in. And you... And get advice from us on yeah, your relationship. Exactly. Yes. We're, we're just so open with each other. We're like, what's an open relationship? <laughs> an open relationship. Oh, oh, honey, no, how, no. How could it not be an open relationship? Like, I don't want to be in a closed relationship. How about that? Well, I want to be as open as I can to you. And so, yeah, of course, I'm an open. Relationship. I, I think I think you're misinterpreting here a so, little bit. It's an open relationship. What, what it means? Uh, no, baby. Um, so, do you? I'm would, proud to be an open. Hey, my name's Steve Green. I'm proud to be an open relationship. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Lima. Hello, what's up? It's Crypto King and I'm Chen just saying what's up. Today, we are answering more of your questions because we have received more questions. Well, then that's what we do when we receive them, or we try to usually. We try to do that. If you would like to submit a question, you can always submit to podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. And we will try to answer them as soon as possible. Um, also, just a disclaimer. We answer them in the order in which they are received. That's Thank not true. You. We answer them on how interesting the title sounds. That's very true. But Or if there's like uh, not that many, then I guess we'll answer all of them. But as a person who is just on hold, that's what they say. and Yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah, well, get off the hold. I don't want you here. They don't want you on hold either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they play the most should, annoying, worst music ever. It's going to drive you crazy. Yeah, they really do. I get, spite, I get spiteful, though. I'm like, I'm going to fucking stay on this yep. just to spite you. Like, I'll stay on hold for six months. I uh, was on the phone with the IRS, which is probably the worst one. Yeah. And what do they like, play? It was like two hours. Okay, they play the most annoying music, but then also every five seconds, and I'm not even joking, oh, I'm no. not exaggerating. Your call is like, important literally, to us. No. No, oh, well. they t- they tell you how you can go online and solve oh, your problems, even Lord. though you can't go online and solve Correct. your problems. <sighs> Just another trick. I'm doing the same thing right now. With what the NFL IRS shop? What happened there? What do you? What'd you get? I'm trying to get a hoodie. I'm trying to get a hoodie for what? A little cold hoodie. Oh. Why don't you just wait for till Christmas they, and let people what? get you presents? Look, I don't count on people. People will disappoint you. Okay. Our first question is titled, would love your input from an overthinker and longtime fan. I think this is going to drive me insane. Sad emoji. Oh, no. Okay. What is it, uh, writer of this email? Hi, Nikki and Steve. First of all, I just want to say I absolutely love you guys. I look up to both of you and respect your opinion so much. Uh, so I'd love to hear your input on this situation. If you can't get to it, just know I absolutely love you guys. Y'all are my favorite. Heart emoji. Whoa, Aww, thank you. That's very sweet. Oh, also, if you give us compliments, we are fueled by them. And we'll probably answer your question better. So just just turn out like for when you submit your question, like you should podcast at Nikki.limo. Lots of compliments again, just like lots of like this person did it pretty well. Okay, another question. My boyfriend had all of his most recent exes on his social media, and I expressed that it would make me more comfortable if his exes weren't on his social medias. He was totally understanding, said he wasn't actually friends with any of them, and deleted them. Well, months later, his one ex tried to send him a Snapchat and got mad because she realized he deleted her. She texted him like, oh, we can't be friends now. He told her he was respecting the relationship, nothing personal, and she proceeded to tell him, oh, that's not how relationships should go, but looks like you found another one that doesn't like me. What? LOL? Whoa. Yeah. He told me that that's they weren't loaded. even, he told me they weren't even friends, cordial, maybe acquaintances at best, but not like friends. I can't help but overthink the situation, and sometimes it gives me so much anxiety. Why would she get so upset if they weren't friends? Do you think it was just a blow to her ego? Am I wrong for not wanting my boyfriend's ex to Snapchat him? 
if they were really good friends then i guess but otherwise i just don't see a need for it and i don't see why she couldn't just respect our boundaries i'd love to hear what you guys think of this situation am i being too insecure no. i always try not to be and to be the cool girl quote unquote but obviously that isn't the right thing to do so in this case i was trying to be honest with how i felt and just didn't want him following his exes and stuff i feel like most people wouldn't be comfortable with an ex snapping slash following their boyfriends thank you guys so much sorry if this was long-winded i read through it and you tried to make great. it shorter you lol great. cool girls are not uncomfortable cool girls are just cool girls because they're cool and they feel cool if you don't feel cool and you feel a certain way in your own relationship voice it you did you did a masterful job by the way yeah it was great you did nothing wrong this person you know they're obviously insecure about whatever the hell it is and it's not your fault you don't have to deal with it yeah you're not being possessive by stating something that makes you feel uncomfortable and your partner was obviously really receptive to super cool receptive to it right away yeah a little so, gem you know all relationships are are just agreements you know so if one party was really offended by that and felt like they really needed to be friends with their exes then that's a different conversation but it sounds like you two are just like yeah sure like same page so it, it really is just his ex that's like freaking out and so you don't have to care it's and, a beautiful beautiful and thing. he says that they're not even friends friends so yeah i would trust your partner on this one because it sounds like it was maybe just a blow to her ego or who knows what you know like exes are weird and crazy and sometimes exes think that they still are entitled to you even though you guys are broken up with just because they like they yeah come on so you don't know i think that i think that she maybe just... yeah look the thing is, is you don't owe her anything and so uh yeah you're handling this really well sounds like they broke up for a reason she sounds really controlling yes like you should be able to talk to me and snapchat me like bitch he doesn't want to yeah. like he doesn't want to snapchat you Right, but then she she's like, well, your new chick is controlling, but it's like, bro, you're the one. You're controlling. the one controlling. Homie. Two people in a relationship are making their own rules with each other. And those are the, uh, those are the only people that can make the agreement with each other. Outside people commenting that someone's being too whatever, it's, it's none of your business. It's not your relationship. Yep. yep. So, But, you know, on the internet, it's everyone's business. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Well, they act like it. Well, yeah, but... In this situation, I don't feel like they're. It's it's not really a, a public thing. No, exactly. Yeah, um, I don't think you should have anxiety or stress about this at all. I think that the more you ignore this girl, she'll just go away. You did really good. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, honestly, I mm -hmm. think you handled this so well. Yeah, I think both parties handled it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, but not the uh, ex. But yeah. oh, yeah, I know. She sounds uh, like she has some issues to work out. Yeah. The next question is titled Crypto Thanks Prayer Emoji. Uh, Kia Orana, Nikki, and Iceman. Kia Orana to you. Dropping to by to say a huge thank you to you both. I have to say this is about crypto, but I'm including Nikki because I don't, I wouldn't have heard about Crypto Corner without Nikki's punny jokes making me a fan years ago. Ah, that's awesome. So, a Crypto Corner member. Wow. In April, I used to deliver newspapers in the early hours of the morning and uh, shit they don't tell you kept me company in that solo job. Around the same time, Dogecoin hype reached New Zealand, so I had a little exposure to crypto but had no plans to go near it due to lack of knowledge. Come one fateful pa paper run, Crypto Corner was mentioned in one of the shit they don't tell you episodes and I jumped at the opportunity to learn more. After catching up on Crypto Corner, 
and lurking in the Discord chat, I did some of my own research too. I started to make moves and I bought a few coins. Fast forward to today, my current total return is sitting at 98% party (laughs) emojis. Your talks about money in general plus crypto has put me one step closer to financial freedom for myself and family. So thanks again to you both. I appreciate it. Five million. I hope you uh, both keep inspiring others to level up in life. Heart emoji. Also, I'm missing Tasty Tuesday, but I've been enjoying all the other content you put out. With all of the thanks, Marcus. Oh, that's awesome. Marcus, congrats. congrats Marcus. Seriously. That's so well rad. I mean, because it's one thing to like give advice or like say the things or to even like receive the advice and know the things, but then to actually apply them and see results is just life-changing. Listen, Marcus, I hope that you understand that you're part of a, a movement that... Um, uh, you know, the environmental impact we're not really confident about right now. And uh, yeah, so just because you changed your life 98%, I hope you feel really guilty about it um, <laughs> because that's what a lot of people are doing out there right now. Uh, it's funny because the only industry that seems to be talked about when it comes to the environmental impact seems to be crypto. While the war economy and, uh, you know, the the things that we're all very accustomed to seem to, uh, you know, skate. Yeah. So uh, point being is that Congrats, you did it. Yeah, the other thing is like when any other market crashes, no one calls it a scam. I think that's so weird when people like just like will just call something a scam without knowing anything about it. Yeah, not knowing anything about it is the key, right? Yeah. And just just saying the worst thing about it that you heard from somewhere and not really accepting the entire picture is a, a huge huge mistake to make, especially like discounting an entire industry, an entire um, you know, financial movement frankly. And you just discard it because you found like maybe what you think is the worst thing about it, even though crypto is iterating towards an improvement uh, to that. Yeah. And, it, you know, even like if you look at mining, the worst part of it, most crypto mining facilities are trying to tie into hydroelectric power to to save on on money because it helps. It actually saves them money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just so funny to hear the the FUD or the fear, uncertainty, doubt on crypto. Um, it's actually really misinformed. So yeah, it's a it's um yeah. I respect when uh, really good investors, when a new industry pops up or a new market, they at least can say, "Hey, I don't understand it," but you yes, go nuts because like that's what Warren Buffett did when the internet was invented. Like a lot of people were trying to get him to invest in like the internet, like Microsoft and stuff, and he's like, "Yo." I don't understand it. I don't see how people are gonna have access to it everywhere. I don't get how it works. Um, but you go nuts on that and i'll stick to what i know that's yes. so different yes than like, please yeah but like you know for example the u.s military gets a year-over-year budget increase every time they're easily contributing more than 400 countries in the world but nobody talks about that on the evening news they talk about how crypto is maybe contributing to that and it's so much lesser that it's like actually embarrassing but then people don't really know that because they're just not really going to research crypto because they already decided it's evil or whatever wait what so. are you talking about the energy what, what yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Um, so I missed emissions. it. I, I just missed the oh, connection between the military. So CO2 emissions. Oh, the people US are complaining military about that? is the worst uh, emitter. Uh-huh. Worse, w- like worse than 350, 400 countries. Uh-huh. But nobody talks about that when you talk about crypto and how bad it is for the environment. They just talk about how crypto is bad for the environment. They don't talk about how... Are people still talking about how it's bad for the environment? Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a passing thing. Well, it, it, it definitely lessened recently because a lot of the FUD that came out at the time, like when Elon was saying like yeah. it was bad because of that, um, has been dissipated by the miners moving out of China, even though a lot of the Chinese miners were actually attached to hydroelectric power. But still, there's a lot of people who still believe that it's like that, and it's not. 
Um, and it's just a frustrating thing when you're actually involved in the space and you see the space and you understand what people are trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's your, your look, your financial system is being re replicated on the blockchain. It's actually a great thing for you. Your money has mobility, whereas in our world, um, your money is controlled by a cartel that controls your money. And the reason why people cannot believe that some of the things that we can do, like with APYs and APRs are so high mm. is because they're so trained by their banking, by the banking institutions to believe that they can't make their money make money, which yeah. used to be the case when you banked. Mm -hmm. The banks used to pay you to, because they take your money and make money. Yeah. And if you have an investment account, like even like just a traditional stock investment account, you can make 10% and nobody blinks an eye. But then when they take your money to make money and then they pay your savings account like 0.5% or something, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be like, thank you so much, banks. Yeah. And so when people find out that you can do things like, you know, with Anchor Protocol, which is one of my favorite things that, that exists right now, 19.5% fixed on stable coins, meaning that if you have money in a savings account right now and you're not using it, you're losing, as according to the new uh, report on inflation, 6% a year mm. to inflation. Just by holding your your fiat currency, your money in a savings account. Whereas if you put this on the blockchain and, and you use some of these things that I'm talking about, like Anchor Protocol, you can get 19.5% fixed. And when I tell people that, they don't even think that it's real. Yeah. You can literally put in like $5,000 tonight and you can take it out 30 seconds later. Like that's how real it is. Yeah, because I guess it would be like, well, if it's real, then why isn't everyone doing it? Exactly. What's the catch? Mm -hmm. I always hear what's the catch, right? Yeah. And yeah, um, you know, pe people are trained to believe that, that that just seems too crazy because uh, I was taught that my my money doesn't yeah. move like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the, the unfortunate reality. That's what it's gone down to. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even like 10 years ago, 12 years ago, my savings account gave me 5%. And now it's like 0.4%. Dude, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Pretty crazy. Same bank too. And look. Uh, I'm not blowing myself. Crypto corners are just taking the information, you know, and there's a lot of it. And even people who come into Crypto Corner, they might even make their own moves. And I'm fine with that. I just want them to learn about the space. But I'm telling you, man, like the amount of people who, who my DMs are just golden. <laughs> my DMs are beautiful. And, and I'm just so glad that people are winning for themselves. Yeah. That's all I want. I want people to win for themselves. I want people to kill it. I want people to really realize that they can change their lives. Because it's stuff that I didn't even know in my 20s that my mind has been open to because I've been so fortunate to get into this space early and, and stick with it and, and to really get passionate about it. I'm glad that it's my passion because if it wasn't, um, I wouldn't care about it as much. But it's my passion and I, 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 I can see the good and the bad like, like a lot of people who just dismiss it. Can't. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, congratulations, Marcus. Seriously, that's really cool. And that's just from the start of this year. Oh, bro. So that's so good. In April, it wasn't even the start of the year. It was in second quarter of the year already, already at 98% returns. Well, Incredible. I don't know if this is, you know, if this is okay to say, and uh, I will, I'll take it back if I need to, but there's somebody who works on the show who actually recently got a pretty sick come up. And, uh, you know, I didn't even know how much they came up. And I was like, that's, that's good job. Bro. That's awesome. Good job. I love that. Yeah. Oh, we got another update too. Okay, this one's titled Slept with 12 People Update. Whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure if I remember the slept with 12 people thing, but I'm very curious to get the update. So here we go. Hey, guys, it's been a while, and I just wanted to say I love being part of the Patreon and crypto community. You guys are amazing. Awesome. 
fucking we another person. Awesome. I was the guy. Oh, by the way, you could go. Uh, Crypto Corner is through our Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash sticky, S T I K K I. Um, there's a lot of other things that we do there. We do live streams every month. We do early releases on shit they don't tell you episodes. We do bonus shit they don't tell you episodes. Um, we do discounts on things. Um, uh, you get day early to jewelry releases. There's a lot of perks, but um, but then you get the uh, crypto corner is yeah, and me and I tier. I do like a two hour show a week at least minimally, sometimes three, and yeah, I, I go we go deep. We get to go deep. Unfortunately, on JK, I don't really get to go deep on crypto stuff because there's so much so many voices in the room. But on the, yeah, on this is just get to launch. And, and here we've done the basics of crypto, but um, yes. but you actually you actually take the time to go through people's mm. personal questions um on the live stream. I do. That's why it took me three hours the other night. Yeah, <laughs> but I, but I love it. I, I enjoy yeah. it so much. It's and fine. it's for all tiers. Yeah. So not not you don't have to like nope break the bank doing it to like go to Crypto Corner anyway. Okay, so let's get this juicy update. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, our relationship has been good, and I was able to pretty much move on from prior stuff. I still think about it at blue moon every, every well once in a blue moon, but it doesn't hurt like it used to. I've been really happy with her, except for the past two months. My girlfriend has been trying different antidepressant medications as well as in the process of being checked for borderline personality disorder. She's been very distant with me at first. She wouldn't respond to any of my messages for days and wouldn't want to hang out. She doesn't want to hang she doesn't want to hang out with me because she says she doesn't have the energy for me. I haven't seen her in weeks until two weeks ago when we had a small fight about a misunderstanding. She would not talk to me about it and she would ignore my feelings and thoughts on the matter since she was over it and didn't want to talk about it, which made me full of anxiety. Oh, that's not good. We met up in person and talked about how she's not communicating with me and has been really hurting my feelings that she wouldn't even hang out with me. Makes me really jealous that she hangs out with other people, but can't even get lunch with me. Oh, I told her I wanted communication from her. Fast forward last week, I found out she was hanging out with a group of people that I've never met and she was super drunk and spending the night. I freaked out because I've never heard of these people before and it was her first time with them since she uh, she met them while taking their blood for work. I told her how I, I felt and confessed this was not her first time with them. Oh, she confessed that this was not her first time with them and that she didn't want to tell me because I don't like her hanging out with people who get drunk and do drugs and didn't want me to be mad. There are a lot of her friends that I've never met for this reason while she met every single one of my friends. I was super worried for her safety and she completely ignored me and stopped responding. It, I was a mess. She threatened to break up with me if I kept talking to her. So I stopped. What? Break up with me? Okay. Okay. I just wanted her to be safe and to take it easy on the drink, which she said she couldn't. I was crying and pacing in my room, worried as hell for her and was crying because she lied to me about not wanting to hang out with anyone or the fact that she would lie and keep people a secret, which made me really feel really, really weird. And it's been a week since then. I'm so hurt over the fact she lied to me. I lost so much trust in her and I can't stop thinking about things that could have happened when she spent the night and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't trust guys, especially when they're around her drunk due to the past experience that she had. I'm worried about bad things. For the past two months, I feel like I don't even know my girlfriend and I've had thoughts about breaking up. I really like her, but this is the second time she hurt me. First being the sleeping with the guy thing. What should I do? Should I go on a break? I'm worried I'll never gain that trust again since trust is a big thing for me and I will always think about it. It's hard because I like her, which sucks the most. What sucks the most about the situation is that it happened the night before our one year Halloween, which completely ruined it. She uh, apologized three days after the moment, but I feel so weird and confused about her. Should we break up? Take a break? What do I do? I don't think I can hit the breakup button faster. Yeah, I really want to smash that pretty hard. Let me smash that that breakup button. Just like really just get it in there. Because that... Mark, sit on it if you can. That is not... 
that is very a very very unhealthy she relationship three days later she threw me a no. bone she's like yeah maybe i was wrong look and don't even use look don't use safety use communication because safety can be kind of a misnomer here where a lot of people go like i was worried about your safety like come on you're worried about the fact that you got lied to and and that's what you're saying in your email and that's fine it's justified and it's justified so you're already good there you don't have to do the thing where you're like well i'm just worried i just want you to be safe that puts too much power in their court, and you don't even need to do that because that's not, not really what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because they're like, I was safe. I was safe. What I'm the fine. fuck are you talking about? So you're, I can do it again. Don't be a weirdo. Whereas you're like, no, you need to communicate to me like what the hell is going on if you're doing like stuff like that. Yeah, that's you it. need communication and you need to feel comfortable. Yep. And she's clearly just like poo-pooing on what makes you feel comfortable. And also, you shouldn't have things that you're hiding from your partner. If you're already at that point where you're like, well, I hid it from them because I didn't want them to be mad, then that's not the right partner for you. So she she feels maybe she wants more freedom. I, I don't know, but she's just not meant to be with you because you guys are on different pages yes. of what makes each other comfortable. Yes. And if, if she wants to go out and be a free bird and sleep at people's houses and not hang out with you, like not hang out with you that's the other thing is that she's doing this behind your back not spending time with you and yet carving out time for other people who you've never met before that's totally Get valid the hell out of here dude you like you, her that's nice she doesn't like you there are other people you're gonna like yeah you'd be and fine. that are gonna treat you how you would like to be treated. she likes you uh three days later how about that <laughs> she likes you she three days later does damage control because she's yeah. like well i need to keep my backup play Damn you right. know she Damn it's right. like she wants the she wants her cake and eat it too she has so much freedom that she can do whatever the hell she wants and, and she, she knows, knows that it. she can walk on you yeah come on so come i'm on. sorry i'm sorry to be Just so blunt real. about it because i i know it's probably hard and i know it's easier said than done and i'm an outsider but like dude yeah. don't you gotta get out like you just gotta no don't that's, let her eat that's you not alive. acceptable you're being I mean, eaten alive at least draw put your foot down and be like this is unacceptable i don't want to be with you if this is how it is and how how could she break up how could she threaten to break up with so you over good. something that she did Classic. you see that this is how manipulation works yeah. like she's making you feel like you're in the wrong for feeling uncomfortable because she lied to you yeah. that's not yeah. something that's not invalid that's very a very normal response to feel upset and and uh hurt that your partner hid something and lied to you so don't feel crazy this isn't Listen, she, this isn't you guys either shouldn't be together at all or maybe it's just not the right time because she's on medication or whatever excuse you want to give her. But personally, I wouldn't give her any more rope. I would just say, sorry, not not the right person for being me. with the person is a long time. You understand if you if you want to like really go the long haul with somebody. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, you already got these kinds of things. And if you don't like if, if she's not j coming to you trying to get on the same page. Yeah, it, you're in trouble already. No, you want someone that is as scared to lose you as you are of losing them damn right you know, none That's, of this couldn't three put it days no. three days what the fuck? she doesn't care about you so 72 hours all. of you eat, being eaten alive by your own soul you know what i'm yeah. talking about and then you know she comes to you and, and she knows you a bone. that yeah, you're exactly Come suffering on. that's oh that's such bullshit so i'm unfair. sorry that you're going through that yeah we both are um yeah break, break up for sure for sure and let us know how that goes please yeah. send us a message letting us know that you broke up with her but Just send I, think, audio if you I want. think um I think there's a you're you're kind of going through the sunken cost thing too because you guys worked through this other big issue you know and you built up all this trust and so it's like you the cost of your feelings and how yes. much you've invested into this you don't want to 
break up and go find someone else all Nikki's over again. He's referring, of but, course, to the sunken cost fallacy, where you yes. have invested so much time yeah. into someone that and you energy. do not want to to uh, to look back and go, I wasted all that time. I should just try to make this work now. You didn't waste it. You learned what you don't want. Yeah. And that is someone that is going to hide things from you and lie about it. That's just unacceptable. And they prove it to you. Even in open relationships, they're not hiding it from each other. That's what it, the they, open They talk is. at the open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So clearly there are trust issues and they're warranted. And uh, if it were me, I would have dumped her yesterday. But I understand you have to go through these things. I mean, honestly, I had a boyfriend like this and yeah. it was really, really hard because he would say all these really nice things and I would think that we're on the same page and then he would do shit like this. And then I'd be like, am I fucking crazy? Because I would never do that to somebody that I felt that way about, that I gave those big speeches to. Yep. But um, they're just disrespecting you. It's disrespectful. And not to brag, me and Nikki are in an open relationship. We're very open with each other. You're welcome to come in. And you... And get advice from us on yeah, your relationship. Exactly. Yes. We're, we're just so open with each other. We're like, it's an open relationship. <laughs> an open relationship. Oh, oh, honey, no, how, no. How could it not be an open relationship? Like, I don't want to be in a closed relationship. How about that? Well, I want to be as open as I can to you. And so, yeah, I'm, of course, I'm an open. Relationship. I, I think I think you're misinterpreting here a so, little bit. It's an open relationship. What, is, what it means? Uh, no, baby. Um, so, do you? I'm would, proud to be an open. Hey, my name's Steve Green. I'm proud to be an open relationship. Okay, so if I go, um fornicate with the boy next door you're okay with that excuse me i don't want to but i was would you be okay with that no what are oh, you talking about because that's what an open relationship is. What? the fact that you came to me and you told me that <laughs> wow yeah that's you like that relationship well let me text him she told me she's texting him that's an open relationship. <laughs> that is. If we were in an open relationship, it, they, there's certain rules that you would do. But I mean, that's not. Don't laugh. People have this. No, like, no, I'm. Yeah. No, I'm laughing. Yeah. So. All right. You're laughing because it. Because it's a bit. Because a bit. Yeah. yeah. All right. But but I did want to say like you know if you're in an open relationship usually like you you still have those rules with each other you can't just it's not a free for all it's not like going and hiding things behind people's backs no. you know guy so. There's no excuses. She's not respecting you, and that's mean. Boom. It's hurtful. You don't want a partner that hurts you and then doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about hurt, hurting you. You're gonna hurt each other no matter what, but like at least like they should care and want to fix it and mend things. Damn right. It's fucked up. Anyway, we're gonna go on a break. Buy whatever we tell you to buy. Wait, we're on a break. We're oh my going God. On. Not you and me, baby. Oh my God. No, just the just the show. We're pausing. Oh, okay. We're pausing. Holy shit. My no. heart fucking sinking all the way into my chest. No, I canceled the neighbor shit. guy. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Well, and we'll I let you know about it. Thank you, baby. Oh my God. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> 
All right, we are back and we have more of your questions and we hope to answer them to the best of our knowledge. God, do we hope But sometimes so. our knowledge is not that deep. It's not but adequate. we are still going to try to answer them to the best of our knowledge. Also, the lighting is different now and it's way better. It's way better. Because I realized we that solved it. Steve, Steve messed it up. No, I didn't. He messed it I up. I set this whole thing up. And I fixed it. So here we go. Next question is called Relationship Q, your first year. Ooh, that was a long time ago for yeah. us. Dude, we're eight years ago. Old. You're old. All right. You're old. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I am not, but I can run for president now. I love the podcast and your vibe as a couple. What always fascinates me about your relationship are the anecdotes you've told about that first year when you two were, quote unquote, always fighting. Could you elaborate and give a more detailed timeline of how this went? I'm currently missing my boyfriend who moved a few hours away for law school, and I would love to hear about the power of believing in that deeper connection to a possible soulmate. We've been together since March, and our major fights have been the result of a strain of an impending move of the um, of the distance, so we can't be as spontaneous, and now of law school becoming his whole world. Everyone has told him to let go of anything that distracts them from school while everyone has told me to be patient and put my feelings on the back burner. I don't know what our relationship is supposed to look like, especially when he wants to be fully immersed in his study. I don't want him to feel like he has to put us on pause or break break up because of his large workload and his professors putting pressure on him and the other students to minimize every aspect of their lives in pursuit of this degree. I haven't been dealing well with missing him so much. Ideally, we would talk every day and be able to forget the rest of the world for that moment. We love each other, but he's feeling like I don't think his efforts to put aside a little time are good enough since he can't plan around his growing workload. We both know that the circumstances don't leave room for balance and that it won't be uh, good enough because we'll always wish we had more time. It's hard to focus on my own goals when uh, my heart aches and I feel crazy for believing something greater for us when all he can see are the assignments and readings due the next day. What forces you? What forces kept you two together when you were going through the hard stuff? Did you ever take periods of time off to give each other space? Did you ever have that infamous runner-chaser dynamic, twin flame trope, if you're into that stuff? And did the fear of the other person possibly letting go or running away affect your decision-making in the relationship? I appreciate you both. Heart emoji, needy, and unfortunately in love. Oh, I, I, I hear you. Yeah, I think that you're in love and he's not. Yeah, well, because you just, yeah. well, I look, and I'll just hit you with just what I think, and I don't necessarily know everything about your situation, but you know, even when I was mad at Nikki, mm-hmm. like during our stupid fucking fights, I loved this chick, mm-hmm. and I loved her since date one, and it was really abnormal and strange, mm-hmm. and it actually like almost drove me crazy because I was almost mad at her because I, I thought I was gonna get to fuck a bunch of chicks. <laughs> And then I didn't get to. And like, yeah, he didn't get a hoe face. And honestly, there were some chicks who were throwing themselves at me. And I was like, this is going to mm. be sick. And As then I, I I had one date with this chick. And I'm such a loyal motherfucker. You had to snatch him. And, and we had such a mind-blowing first date that for me, I was just done after that. And I was just like, all right. I just I don't even know what to do here. I literally am... Like, I just... It's like I'm at an auction. I'm like sold. Like, it was just yeah. over. I already cast the spell. Three, <laughs> three months earlier, I wrote it in my journal. So yeah, even the moments, right? So let's go, let's skip yeah, ahead, right? Yes. Let's go to the moments where like, you know, me are not getting along. It was all about bullshit from my past. It had nothing to do with this chick. And luckily, it's mm. kind of fortunate that we both knew each other's exes. And so we knew the dynamic that mm. each of us had in the other relationship. And we're able to separate where it was projection yes. and where it was actually a problem with our personal relationship. And so importantly, we were able to teach each other about yes. each other, right? I teach you about me. You teach me about you. And both were willing to understand that. And we're both just as obsessed with each other, which yeah. I think you're missing. 
And you I need don't, both parties to really want it. Yeah, and and I don't know that you know he's not being genuine here. I don't know. No, he's not. He's not being ungenuine because this dude. I do. My cousin's a lawyer, and she was dating a partner of a law firm, and so like, uh, and my uncle's a lawyer. Like, I have a lot of lawyers in my family, and it's no joke. Like that is extremely stressful. And it's true what he's saying that that you probably shouldn't be in a relationship during that time. And just knowing myself, the way that I operate, if I'm like really yes. anxious about getting yes. something done and like needing to get it done, like and that's the first priority, it's really hard to like if he need, has needs or something like that. Like I I'm well, just I'm too stressed happen. out. But so with him, he like he knows my workload yeah. and it's not an unbearable amount of time that I, I'm just like mine are just really quick, but I just need to get a lot done in like a short amount of time. And, and like, I don't think that I think if it was vice versa, if, if Steve had way too much to do and it was a long distance relationship, I don't think I could do it personally because that's different than fighting a lot. Thank you. Fighting a lot, you're actually you're at least there with each other working it out. Yeah. But um, long distance, my love language is quality time yeah, yeah, exactly. and acts of service. Those are the top two, and so both of those me- needs are not being met. I would not feel loved, even if it's not his fault. Yeah. Even if he has this crazy workload, and even if I could understand it logically, I just wouldn't feel loved. And then I'm what I'm supposed to wait four years on the chance that he comes around after and like realizes he's still in love with me and we still have the same feelings. I mean, that's a long time to like, to wait just in case, you know? Yeah, listen, if you want to lock it down with a chick and you want to let her know that like she's number one, you got to make her feel like she's number one. And look, yeah, life gets in the way. It does all the time. But even during me and Nikki's, like our weirdest times, she knew that I was... Like I saw her as number one and I knew that she saw me as number one. Yeah. And I, I don't necessarily think that your boyfriend is not putting you as number Same. one. I, don't I think, I think that. that he's setting aside time for you, but it's just not going to be enough. And his schoolwork is really important right now. And it is very time consuming. And so I guess it's just a matter of whether you will still feel loved by that because as you, so it, it might build resentment for you. And for me, when we were fighting, every time I started to build resentment, there were a few times mm-hmm. I remember yeah. in the beginning I where I was like, me. I'm detaching because yep. I'm starting to resent you. You told me that. And I told him that. And that's, I think you, everyone should because it gives the, him the opportunity yep. to fix it or to be like, Prioritize fuck you. you no. I'm, then I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. And yep. then we're not, you know, then we don't have to deal with this. So, yep. Yeah, and he chose like to, he was like, oh no, I don't want to do that. And so he worked on it. And then I didn't feel that resentment went away. Like it wasn't, it didn't even get a chance to bloom because it was I, the last thing I ever wanted and I didn't know. And I was spending too much time away from her writing. And frankly, for me, I was securing our future, is how I felt. But, but I didn't understand that that was having a detriment to you. And so, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even about the right at the wasn't. time. It was about how he, I felt like he would make promises to me. Yeah. And then I would wait up all night for him and then he wouldn't be there. And then he'd come home at like six in the morning and he would didn't even yeah. like remember that he promised me like it was like it meant nothing. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that's what we were having fights about was that. It wasn't even the time spent away because it's not like we lived together. We moved in together really fast. Really so fast. so we months. lived together. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm not going to see him. But it was that he would, 
say he carved out this time for me and that he'd be home for sure at, you know, 9 p.m. at the latest or 10 p.m. And then not only can I not get a hold of him, but he just doesn't show up. And then he comes in at like five or six in the morning. And it was uh, it was very frustrating. And I was resenting him because he was I was building up excitement because I wanted to spend time with him. And then we finally were, yeah. we set the date and then he didn't show up. And then it was like it was like it didn't even mean that much to him. And so I felt like I didn't mean that much to him. Yeah. And what she didn't understand, I had to sit her down and help her understand was that you know, I was being the designated driver for my friend who needed to go to strip clubs. Shut the fuck up. You're so stupid. I never once thought it was when that. I, when, you, when you say 6 a.m., but it was. It, it really was. No, was they I would was, write for it like. Yeah, it was until, forever, I, right? No, I, and I know I because know. they. I know I by know, the amount know. of pages you got done yeah. that like there's no way you could have gotten that done if had you if you hadn't. <laughs> but, um, it was more about the principle of making the promise. Of course. And so, you know, when we get to the root of that and then he we work it out like if you don't know what time you're coming home just say that just say i don't know we, we could be out till five in the morning don't say i'll be home at nine and then but i but you know and i found out later i think i realized later really is that i was still resenting some bullshit that had nothing to do with her but it was really just a promise i made to myself where i i told her when we got together i was like hey I, i'm putting comedy first comedy is my number one love and just so you know i, and I was bullshit. like cool i put my career first too I'm yeah yeah no about. exactly yeah. but then for me, I was proving it when I was staying out late and I was bullshit. Yeah, no, it had, again, nothing to do with the staying out late. It was no, of course. purely and I, the and promises. I completely understand. Yeah. But that was, to me, my own way of showing you, even though, you know, it's like stupid shit yeah. that I was doing just to like, just because I had gotten into a relationship with you so quickly and I was so mad that I loved you so much. So, yeah, and then in my previous relationship, I w he would make a lot of promises and break them. And so it was like triggering that for yeah, me because exactly. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, communication is really key. And if you feel like maybe your love language isn't quality time or I mean, people do long distance relationships, but mm -hmm. I don't think I could handle it. Same. But I can't. But people do do them. And maybe it's because they just don't need as much time physical time together and maybe they make it up by you know in other ways i don't i don't really i'm so spoiled know. though that because because of your presence is such a huge part of my life that even like a day without you when i'm at jk i just miss you yeah and i and i and then i tell you it breaks and stuff or lunch or whatever and i, I text you but you know you're cute i love you I, I, <laughs> no but it's it, no but it feels good to be here now and yeah on the other side of the fence where like i yeah. remember being on the other side of the fence on the reverse way and being like resenting you because i loved you mm. and i was like i did not want this yeah i just wanted to fucking <laughs> i thought you were cool yeah let's hang out you're mind-blowing first day when i hit and quit it i get it no not when even I hit it and not, quit e it. not even you wanted a it you wanted, wasn't you wanted a cute little fuck buddy i wanted a hot little fuck buddy no no, no. <laughs> it wasn't even that i was just so bombed in a way yeah that i had fallen for you i almost felt weak you because were an eligible so bachelor much. and then you just gave it up. Exactly. You just opened your legs like a whore. It wasn't even that. Like no, a common whore. I had just gotten my heart broken. Yeah. And so I felt like I was just setting myself up again. And I was like, here we go. Let's, yeah. Let's go again, baby. Same. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I just, I was disappointed in myself and I felt like I was setting myself up for future ruin. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that I had somebody who liked me just as much. And that that's the key, guys, to everything. Mm -hmm. is, is Look, I always describe it like this. And um, maybe it's been a while since I've done it, but. To me, a, a great relationship, not just a good relationship, a great relationship is when you're both leaning on each other and that's what keeps you up. 
Yes. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And, I, and we've talked about this too, that we both thought that was impossible. So I think you actually asked about that. Was there like that chaser thing? Um, no, but both of us thought it was going to be like where both of us have traditionally been the chasers yes, in always, our relationship. Always, the hopeless romantics. Yeah. And like just kind of, I kind of accepted the fact that I would always be same the the one that puts them first and then maybe they don't prioritize me that I would just that's just how it works like some people there's always one that's more romantic than the other one yeah. and one's always like kind of like the one that loves more and and you know on dark nights with exes I remember them explaining to me that they weren't that, as into me as I was into them and me just they actually said that in in a roundabout way but I remember explaining to them that I was gonna work even harder because you know how I am if you slight yeah. me or if whatever i will fucking win but like it wasn't productive for me relationship wise that's a great thing to do towards other things that you can be productive with but with relationships it's a fucking horrible thing (laughs) to like if someone's like i'm not that interested you're like i'm gonna make you be interested yeah yeah yeah, you can't force it yeah but the will to win the will to win is like the, the tip of my tongue at all times and so it doesn't work in relationships that way. It has to be both. Or yeah, that's why you. That's why I have. It's just a joke that I cast a spell because you can't cast love spells. No, yeah. apparently you can't. But she says that she cast a bunch when we first got together. But no, 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 baby. Okay. I put. Um, I did the like I did the menstrual blood thing. That's spaghetti. Okay. Oh, that doesn't work. I heard. <laughs> Ew, I can't believe that's a thing. <laughs> that's, that's so, so gross to that's me. Really funny. I can't even imagine. I'm grossed out by my own yeah. thing stuff. I I can't even imagine that. People have tried that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, guys? I, do. The, I don't know if we've mentioned it on the show before, but there is a thing where, like, people, I think I did, we did we talk did. about it in an we episode. People um, say that if you, if the guy tastes your period your blood, blood, that he can't, he'll never get over you. Like, he, he can break up with you, but he'll never mm-hmm. get over you. And I just think, I mean, I guess some guys you could eat, you could eat out during that time but that's i don't know they i just that's usually, i just yeah. yeah they probably take it to but go. then there was people girls knowing this where they put it in like their man's spaghetti or like some shit Ugh. that's that's like gotta be some kind of violation of human rights it's gotta be some it, sort it, of like it's against the un code that, yeah that could, that's gotta be something yeah. messed up it's a war crime yeah well because uh you know that one guy that that jerked off into mcdonald's food or whatever which and then, guy there's so many and, yeah and taco bell and wendy's yeah like they got in trouble like it's illegal allegedly you can't, you can't make people eat your bodily fluids knowingly no well that guy had like uh some sort of std or something and he got people yes. infected anyway <laughs> i hope Keeping that it, it works light. out for you <laughs> I think this is a little bit apples to oranges because your situation is not exactly like our situation was. Yes, we were fighting a lot, but also it wasn't... We were just as interested mm, in keeping and each other. Yeah, and it, mine wasn't about like him not having time for me. It was like he had time and then he would just like make promises and not keep them. And then it yes. would like... And then it would make me get naggy at other things that weren't necessarily a problem because I was just getting so annoyed by Yeah, and I think that I was in a really immature prove it mode. Yeah. Where I'm like, yo, you really like me? Prove it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I think it was really immature and stupid as fuck. But like I was super immature. I was like twenty what, twenty four when we got together? Twenty five? No. Oh, I was twenty six. I was twenty six or seven. I was thirty five. I tur- I was 26, so you must have been 27. Yeah, yeah, I was 27. Yeah, you were 35. It was last year. I was 37. You were, yeah, you were I'm just a wee, a wee 37. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, no, no, it really, it really was like um, uh, we we grew with each other. But that's the key, man. If you want to, guys, if you want to win in relationships, you grow with each other. Yeah. Like Nikki and I have grown together. Like Nikki and I checking with each other. Uh, slow down. Check in with each other so much that it's like mm. I love it. Like honestly, I could just look at him from across the room, and he knows what I'm thinking. Yes. Same. Based on what's going on Same. around us, like he knows exactly what every I'm time. And then yeah. we always can't wait to check in with, you, with each other, <laughs> um, which is what makes going, you know, experiencing life so fun for us. Because yeah. I, I can't wait to experience life with her. I can't wait to move to Vegas with her. I, I'm the most excited to move to Vegas with her. Me too. Because like I can't wait to just like see what the fuck's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, like it's a whole new experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like an adventure. And we get to check in with each other on the whole the whole time and. Um, yeah. You got to marry your best friend. You really do. It, it makes everything so much more fun. It's, I know it's cliche and like you can't force a best friendship no. either. Like you can't be like, yeah, I am marrying my best friend. And no, like he's no, telling no. me my best friend, but he never wants to hang out with me. It's weird. <laughs> 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 no, hang, hang with Nikki is my number one hang. Yeah. Yeah. And, and True. you know, and I've, I've uh, okay, here's another little faux pas that I, I know this is a Q&A, but I really do want people to understand a couple things. Yeah. Key being, I've had friends who can't really hang out with each other unless they're hanging out with other couples. Oh yeah. And and they don't they they it's because the they're on their best behavior if they're with other couples. Yeah. And you guys know what I'm talking about. See, as soon as you heard that, you're like, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, they don't fight. They have stuff to talk about. Like because yep. in are at home, either it's quiet and they don't have anything to talk about. Or it's ballistic. Or it's crazy. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. But when you but so then when you guys are on your best behavior and you have somebody over, you have a couple over. Yeah. Then you guys are like able to to be chill and it's almost like it's better that way. And guys, if you're doing that, you're in a horrible relationship. Yeah, it's terrible. I and can't imagine. That's what made me break up with like one of, like a well, really long time boyfriend because because I was like, dang, how come I like hanging out with other people like more than Shouldn't like happen. being alone? Shouldn't with happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that's why I mean, you every relationship's a learning experience. So, you've I think I think if you can realize either a that this is not for you, you can't do long distance. Then at least you learn something from this, or b that you can make it work mm -hmm. because you'll find another way to feel loved. Like maybe your love language is gifts, and every time he visits you, he gives you a gift, yes. and he's thinking of you, and it makes you feel loved. That works. Maybe that help that works for if, you guys. If, if you love it, but that works. Whatever you do, realize that's your learning experience that you were supposed to take from this relationship. Yes. But if you're in your four walls with your person, and you guys are not able to make it work unless you add people. Ooh, it's time to reassess. Mm, it's a long journey ahead. Yeah. You're in for a ride of like, should we get married to try to fix it? Oh, should we exactly. have a baby have to a try baby. to fix yeah. it? A baby will fix it. Should sure. we buy a house to try to fix it? Or something, yeah. you know, whatever. Like sometimes all of the above. those relationships, they're just they're like, maybe if we have a big experience together, then it'll magically fix this relationship. And, and, and that's and just not how it works. That's called sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Where which we just described. Yeah. It's like Man, we spent so much time. Let's just see what happens next. If we add this to the mix. Let's roll a, a baby dice. If we add this very stressful thing that will make us not be able to break up even more yeah. to the mix. And hey, or even uh, Crypto Corner, my, my chick Jen, she says like not getting a prenup was one of the worst things she ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Because yeah. she's like, you know what? 
Like it, it, um, it bonded us too much financially and not necessarily everything else. And oh. so she's only dealing with the ramifications of that. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Thankfully she's going it, but yeah, it, yeah. but, but it does suck. Or not thankfully cause there's it. no prenup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sure. she's killing it and for then she sure. still has to split it. For sure. Yeah. That but sucks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. This one's called, uh, reflecting and admitting sometimes being the problem. Ooh, I like that. A little bit of self-reflection. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I first found Nikki's YouTube channel when I was planning my own wedding around the same time as her and her approach to wedding planning felt exactly how I did at the time and not having a clue how it works. Oh my God. Yeah. So, the, oh, so it's such a different world. I yeah. can't believe like people are in like indoctrinated into that world from oh, a yeah. young age. I was never aware of it. Uh, anyway, I've loved watching your marriage bloom since then and lucky for me, but less interesting for this question slash email mine has as well. And we are very happy together. Oh, congrats. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. One of my favorite parts of the questions are when you reflect on past experiences in your own relationships and typically they revolve around the toxic slash challenging slash frustrating things your partners did at the time. But I wondered if you could both answer the things that you did in your past relationships that on reflection you feel were toxic slash negative that you have now matured from and now how you notice this behavior being a problem slash how you fixed it. Oh, you already touched on one of yeah, them. Yeah. Um. Okay, from past relationships. Okay, so... I didn't, I had trust issues with my ex-boyfriend. I talked about it a lot. And we just talked about that with the the trust issue question. Um, the thing that I think I did wrong was instead of acknowledging that, that he's hiding things from me, he's lying, he's been caught multiple times. I liked him so much. I wanted to make it work. But every time I got the inkling that maybe he was lying about about something, I would go through his phone, you know, and like yeah, I would yeah, wait yeah. until like three in the morning when he was dead asleep. Right. I would listen to him snoring and then I would get up and I would go through his phone. And that's just like that's just wrong. Like yeah, that's yeah, no yeah. like you shouldn't do it. And I would find shit. He was lying. He'd be talking to other girls. He'd be like hiding things behind my back and then i just have to stew with it like i'm just stewing until he wakes up in the morning i'm just so mad and like because i know things yeah. now and i just shouldn't like if it gets to the point where you feel the need to look through someone's phone or you know spy on them in any way break into their computer like f their emails or whatever yeah um then it's you shouldn't be with that person, yeah, you know, sure. and especially if you've had conversations with them and they're still, you still don't trust them. Um, so I feel like that's something that I always vowed after that relationship. Like if I ever felt that need to do that again, cause that was the second relationship in a row. And I was like, maybe I, the problem is me. I'm attracting a certain type of guy that lies about stuff. And they had very similar, um, you know, traits in common, negative traits in common. Yeah. And these are red flags. And so if, if any of those red flags come up, the second I see them, it's done. So like, we're not going to mm -hmm. get into that toxic, like, I'm going to catch you thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to catch you. Like, if you want to be in this relationship, then you want to be in this relationship. If not, then get the fuck out. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't, we don't need to be together. Yeah. And uh, for me, genuinely, the stupidest thing I ever did was I, I moved to LA with, my ex at the time, and then my buddy Jason Horton. And uh, the stupidest thing I did was she tried out for comedy sports, which is like, you know, is what we're doing in San Diego. Yeah. Short from improv. Short from improv, right. But it, but it has its own value. And like up here, like there's way more of an audience. And like you make yeah. way more money. But like we made money down there, but like we make way more money up here. 
I never even tried out for it because I was like, I want to do long form improv because I was already like indoctrinated into the UCB way of life. Yeah. And like Daniel Schneider came down to San Diego and she taught me about some some improv stuff long form and like she told me like, hey, you you did really good. You had a breakthrough. Like, you're really good or whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to ride that. Yeah. But then my um, my ex got into comedy sports and she like, got into the tr- main troupe. And I was like, that's hack. Like we left that. Let's mm. let's let's do the next thing. Let's do long form improv. Let's do like the Herald. Let's do Del Close shit. And like, I think I was just being a hater because I was jealous. Yeah. Because I didn't want to do the. I didn't want to do it anymore. Like the the short form improv thing. I'd done it for a long time, but I was probably just jealous too because she she had like a night of the week where she got to go do that. Yeah. And that thing that I probably missed. Yeah. Actually, I probably you, you like I definitely performing. missed yeah. it. But like, you know, instead of just encouraging her and telling her like, good job, babe, or whatever, mm-hmm. I just hated on it the whole time. And I was like, we moved up here to like be more advanced on the improv. And it's like so stupid. Nobody yeah. cares about improv anyway. <laughs> Literally 15,000 <laughs> yeah, people care. That's good of you to acknowledge Oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I, I But it was total envy. Um, And like also too, like I could have just tried out too. I didn't. Yeah, I could have done it, but I didn't. I, I I thought I had, um, you know, figured something out that I hadn't, and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah, that you, you thought you were better than it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, not even because like so, so much of what I do these days is so helped by short form. For mental. sure, you just didn't want to admit it because it would mean she had a leg up on you, even though you didn't yeah. even try. Yeah, yeah. But, even though it's imaginary, it's like in your own right, head. Yeah, right. but you know, and I convinced myself that it was hack, and you know. It's all the stupid shit that people do, but it was it was not encouraging and it was embarrassing. When I look back on it, it's embarrassing. Yeah. The fact that I sat there with her and I was like, Oh, I can't believe you got in this trip and like Ugh. I had a it's moment I had a moment like that with you. Um, I don't know if you remember, but uh I it's embarrassing to, to think about I was embarrassed at the time even. For yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um that uh I mean I had done stand up for a long time. And Steve is more of an improv person. Yes. Like he did improv for a long time. And I would never, I would never say that I knew more about improv or like I, I'm a well, improviser. That, yeah, exactly. And, and then, and then he, you know, didn't really do stand up. So like I was very comfortable doing stand up. I was yes. like, that was, I felt in my element. I was just very, not only comfortable, but like it, it fueled me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I you, fucking yeah. loved doing yeah. stand up. And, I had to give up. I was doing stand-up acting and YouTube and not really making headway in any of them. And I was like, all the people that I know that have been making headway after all these years have picked one and just gone for it. So I reluctantly, like, I was like, I was really hard to choose, but I'll go with YouTube because I can do comedy still in sketches on YouTube and I can also act in sketches on YouTube. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds merged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I always thought like I'd get back into stand-up. So then when we get together, um, within like the first year, and like Steve is like getting all these gigs and stuff. And like he's like... Kevin Hart movie. He's like killing it. Yeah. And he's getting all these gigs. And then... And that's fine. And I was very encouraging with that you were, stuff. actually. But, but then he gets offered a spot on the, at the Just for Laughs Festival yes. in Montreal. And he gets like a 10 minute set. And that's like the mecca for stand up comedy. It's, it's like where Especially since all we came up, the like greats two, go. The mid 2000s, yeah. the late 2000s. That it was, was like, like that it. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it was like, that was like one of my like bucket Same. list like goal items. And I got so mad and jealous. And I, and I knew not to get mad at him, but I just couldn't. 
I just couldn't hold it. Like I was. You're mad at the system. I just felt like it was unfair. That it was unfair. Yeah. Yeah. That like he didn't do stand up and he got offered like this huge thing with stand up and like I was just it would like it would be like if I got offered um a spot on like an improv like an improv troupe at a Del Close marathon that was like like, one of the big yeah some some crazy thing and so um. So yeah, so I was like, I was so fucking bitter, like, and I didn't want to bring it up. Like, you could tell I was mad, but I didn't want to say why, but because I didn't ever want to feel like we were competing against each other, but I was like, so fucking mad about it. And then I finally said it and it, by the time I said it, my emotions were like up here. And so like, it kind of exploded out. And even though I tried not to take it out on him, like he obviously he got the brunt of it and then he was like dude i talked to them about getting you a spot too and and she's gonna call you tomorrow about it and i'm like fuck i'm such an asshole i'm like such an asshole and i was and then the next day yeah sure enough they offered me a spot too i even told him i said you'd be idiots not to have i i was i felt like such a fucking asshole oh no yeah i still like cry thinking about that okay i i but yeah i had your back the whole time yeah like you had my back the whole time then that's why i felt like an asshole because yeah. My exes didn't, and it oh, did yeah. feel like a competition, yeah. like where they felt jealous of me a lot yeah, of no. times, like, and so I didn't want that to ever happen between us. And then mm. for me to be the asshole that was like that, and then you had my back the whole time, I just yeah. felt like such a dick. Oh no, you're. Fine. I was like, uh, well, that I think was really the, embarrassing. The, it's part. It's part of the bullshit of our whole industry, frankly, because like, yeah, you know, uh, I was getting a lot of heat at the time in the town because like I was being you know funny on two on the tubes mm-hmm. or whatever and people are like man he's doing some different shit or whatever whatever was being said who cares it's all bullshit yeah but yeah so i was getting credit for that and so credit for that means like more doors open and then like you know um uta and all these guys were like saying like whatever you want we, yeah we can make it happen and so then like i was like oh dude i can just i can make this happen for nikki easily like, yeah th- this way and the same way that i did like when you wanted to um i i was a little bit mean about this but you know, when, like our first year together, mm-hmm. she wanted so badly to go to the YouTube. Uh, oh, the comedy no, night. The, or... uh, the music awards. Oh, the, yeah, the music awards. Because Eminem was going to be there. Yeah. And I and I told her, I was like, hey, look, I, I, you know, I'm going to the YouTube music awards. I, I managed to secure a ticket, but it's so exclusive. I can't get anybody else in. The whole time I'm working behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm making sure that I can get Nikki in too. Because I know Eminem's going to be there, and I know it's important to Nikki. Yeah. And so I actually had like my my awesome maker people at the time, like Alicia Russo, and like all these really great people. They helped hook that up for me for for us, which was, and they even said like, "Hey, our gift to you is like you're taking, you know, you you and Nikki are going to New York." That's it was so awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. But, but like, um, but you know, thankfully because of my because I had blown up recently on youtube yeah. it just made all that so easy well it, it felt so like i i mean i never had a problem like supporting <clears throat> that stuff because if I, I love seeing you win like it yeah. was just a very like specific stand-up that i had to give up to do youtube because i couldn't i didn't have the money to like do all of it because mm-hmm. it, you know it takes time and then that's away from work the things that are paying you and so uh yeah the fact that i had to step away and then you were just getting it handed to you. I felt like everything else I was like, yay, yay, Steve. But then that particular thing, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's, cr- and I, I just got mad. Yeah. And it was stupid. I think that it was, that was 
definitely like an uh, embarrassing part. But there was also when we first started dating, I, I, I do think it was kind of like a pride thing, you know, like yours was with your girl, your ex-girlfriend yeah, yeah, yeah. where like you bullshit. just like want to prove yourself bullshit. because like there were just little comments people would make here and there where it it felt like we weren't equal, even though when we were together, I felt equal. Same. But other people, when they commented, it felt like they were separating us and i i just like would get really like a chip on the shoulder like i had yeah, something yeah. to prove and even your own family i remember when i first met them yeah. they made a comment where they were like uh are, are you gonna be able to handle when um he has a bunch of fans around him but scream fans like my mom being nice. I was like, like my mom's just a, oh i'm just like I, I i'm just some one. peasant over I here that one. <laughs> I, was I, like, that one. I was so she would never by the way i was just knowingly like, do that she was just being funny I, like, <laughs> like she's a ball buster a little bit like you which is yeah. why i like you yeah frankly that's why i like women who but it was like our first balls. time meeting so no, i was for like sure for sure are you calling she, me no, a she's nothing? just a ball buster like like um that's how i was raised is with ball busters as you know yeah. now because you're you're very much a green <laughs> and you understand how you bust balls nonstop. yeah i love busting they balls. give you nothing else they just bust your balls yeah it didn't feel like a ball buster. it just felt like a proud mom yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so it was like my son is up here. Are you going to be able to handle like being down here? And I'm like, mm, no, I don't know. That's not I how mean, I feel yeah. about that. And now, how do you feel? And about not it? not that I like, <laughs> not that I even like. It wasn't even about having screaming fans or anything like that. But just that it was the separation that in yeah, other sure. people's minds you're up here and I'm down here or something. It yeah, just yeah, made yeah, me feel yeah. less than. Yeah. And it happened not not like that one time. It happened like at different points in different uh, meetings and stuff that we would well, take. respectfully, uh, yeah. your father did the same thing to me where he's, I said, you know, he's like, hey, if you mess with her, you know, better watch out. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, dude? Like he was just being a dad. No, he's being a piece of shit. Actually. You would do the same thing. He's being a piece <laughs> Shut of the shit. fuck up. You're so dumb. You guys love each other. I love that it's man. actually he's like it's actually incredible. I've never Our seen him. He has never loved any of my boyfriends ever. And they like full on go to Costco together, guys. Like they like have they uh, sometimes I'm like, where's Steve and Dad? And they're just like and shopping together. No, <laughs> my favorite recent memory with, with out together. Man yeah. is that he surprised us. He dropped in on us on a weekend. Yeah. And then like, and I was shooting big mood. You're shooting big mood. Mm -hmm. And then like, uh, me and the old man, we were just in the, my office, and I pulled up NFL Sunday ticket, which I have on my Peter anyway. And then like, me and him were just shooting the shit, drinking a beer, like on Sunday, at, like two in the afternoon, and like, it was great, and we were laughing our asses off. And the best thing was like, in the I don't know middle of it, Casey comes in, he's like, "Can you guys quiet down?" <laughs> yeah. But like, I love that man. So it was like, yeah, he, you guys it was were having a good time. For us to shoot the shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I love that. I love that you guys have that relationship. Oh, he's the best, dude. He's a yeah. great man, too. Yeah, and your mom's the best, too. Like, I never felt like she devalued me at all. Like, I, she would never. It if was she just, knew that she, you felt this way. I know. That's why right I didn't. Right now, she would fucking sepulchre. That's why I didn't want to say who the family know, member know, was, you but jerk. But no, it's okay. She won't hear it. But no, She's she, not advanced enough to want to like, we bonded. Like, it, it. this was clearly a moment of her just being proud of her son. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just, it wasn't even personal. I just, like had had enough like little slights yeah. happen where yeah. it just built, it just built up. up too yeah. much and that was the tipping point yeah yeah, yeah. it's funny how that works it is because really our families are so supportive of us man i'm so so lucky because dude the in-law story is real like when it comes to a lot of people 
like I, I'm so lucky that I got into the Limos Narrows. Yeah, those, same. Those are the best people I ever met. You know what else? I just remembered this. It's, sorry, guys. It's been so long since our first year. Because yeah. I was like, what? There was something else that like pushed me towards this feeling too. It was also that in your previous relationship, you guys were known as a couple. And you told me from the beginning, like, I just don't want to be known as a couple. Yeah, 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 and that. so it felt like you were pers- purposely leaving me out of stuff. Yes. Sometimes like I you were leaving, leaving me out of pictures, yeah, yeah, leaving yeah, yeah. me out for of the first like, six months. Yeah. Sure. Like stuff like that. And so it felt like I had to prove something on my own. Like, like almost like this feel of like, well, I need to, I need to have my own thing that like, that you're jealous of then because, because I would do anything for you. I'd put you in anything and you just are like, I need, I need to not be a couple. But you know what it was too? Yeah. For me, I used to have this stupid, I, I used to have to do this stupid ass show. Yeah, I know. Called, I'll just <laughs> say what it is. Don't say it. Okay. But what it was, was not my concoction. Yes. And I used to have to just improvise inside of it and I hated it the whole time. Yeah. It was like, it was almost like how Bill Murray feels about Garfield, the movies, mm-hmm. where he's just like, I don't know what I signed up for. I can't believe that I had to do this. <laughs> and mm-hmm. every time he talks about it, I'm like, that's how I felt about this. Yeah. And so like, so when I do when I did that show, I was like, man, I fucking hated that. And it show. was a show with your ex. Yes, yeah, yeah. With my ex. That was her idea. Yeah. Yes, her idea. And so then the whole time, like, I'm just like, you were just stuck show. to it. Yeah. Yes. And so I just wanted to disassociate myself so I could establish myself creatively enough to like, yeah. be able to just be like, okay, this is who I am actually, and then now I could move on. Oh yeah. And then I had this um, this show. I was trying to think of YouTube formats that I could do without hiring actors and that wouldn't take a lot of crew and that I could do it at home. And it was really hard to come up with things. So I was like, well, I can do the YouTuber thing where you're doing a sketch with yourself. If I make the writing really good, like if I make it really quippy and like really back and forth and and good. And, um, and I got a lot of compliments on this show that I came up with, but then Steve didn't think it was that funny. And so then I was like, well, you were on that show. <laughs> that exactly. You want to talk about funny, bro? And then we and got a like, little. Agreed. We got in fights about uh, like little like tiffs about that because I just it kind of hurt my feelings that yeah, sure. he was the one person that I respected in that light, and he didn't he didn't think my the, my show was very funny. That, well, it wasn't. It wasn't even that actually. Yeah, it wasn't that wasn't funny because I didn't think that wasn't funny. It was just too scripted to me it was like too uh writery yeah it was very writery, writery. but i wanted it to be because right. it was kind of like what was going on like at the time like that jake and amir vibe yeah, yeah, yeah. that no, like that show. kind of like back show. and forth that were like one character's very completely different than the other character and yeah. they just have like little yeah. one-liners back and forth basically and i don't agree with the way that i handled it then now yeah at all um i do think I, I do understand why I thought that. Yeah. And I think you do too. Oh, totally. But I just like, think the way that it was delivered yeah, yeah, was just like... It was too harsh. Yeah. Too harsh. Especially when I didn't have a lot going on at that time. Yeah. So it was like, it's, it was just harder. Yeah. But yeah, that's why, I, I mean, I, I, it's been a while since our first year. So all those, it's hard to answer questions like that when they're like, what did you guys fight about? Because I'm like, oh, what did we? It's so behind us because we, we did the arrow thing. Yes. And then it really just like Everything. went away because whenever I would try to think of what we used to fight about, I'm like, we I had know. a toothpaste it's, fight once. I can't ancient. remember. Like, I know we were screaming at each other in Germany. Yeah. Oh, I, bro. Yeah. Bart told me a joke recently, uh, which was really funny. Really, really funny. He, he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, why would I travel the world when I just, I just have a fight with, fight in every country 
And I was like, that's funny. That's, that's a good joke, right? Yeah. But then I was like, I've been there. Yeah. Because that year that we traveled yeah, the world. Yeah, in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in like uh, we fought in, two of the spots. We had sex in every country, but we also fought in every country. We did, but then the, the sex was really good. Though. The sex was really good. And the fights were really good. Really good, too. Yeah, yeah. The good fights were <laughs> really good. fights. Epic fights. Were really great fights. I remember you stormed out of a, a diner. Or, I did. Yeah. And I had to catch up with you down the road after oh, yeah. after having paid in whatever the fuck currency. I wanted to leave you in that country. I was like, I don't even want to see your face again. And I was like, and I actually I actually looked up how to book a flight out of there. And I was like, yeah, it was like $3,000. I was like, that's too expensive. I'll just try to work this out. I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, God. It was and so also in time. Europe, we were fighting and, and you your debit card got eaten by the machine. Yes, it did. So I was having oh, to pay for everything. It was in the UK. It was in the UK. Yeah. yeah. So I was, have, yeah, it was like one of the was earlier the countries. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was having to pay for everything yes. and I barely even had any money. Yes. And so I was mad at you for that too, that you were being a, <laughs> a ass face. And then yeah. I also had to pay for That's you funny, everywhere. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Anyway, jet anyway. lag's a bitch. Make sure you sleep on the plane. Otherwise you're a cranky yes. asshole that doesn't want to um, appreciate a trip to Europe. And then you fight with your, your new girlfriend and she's paying for you everywhere and Man. she hates you <laughs> she wasn't initially but she, then she was later but yeah <laughs> uh, guys look if you can make it through the adversity yeah and you push through you a can, little harder and you talk about why people yes. are feeling that way yes. like why the feelings not just like you're my enemy because you no. have these adverse feelings but, you. but why like and really validate like try to really understand why that person feels that way and see if you can see it from their point of view yeah. and and kind of and i guess that's what your question comes from is admitting when you were wrong you know and we've gotten so good at like admitting when we had a lapse in miscommunication or like you know when we can't wait yeah i can't, can't wait. wait to understand what's going on mm -hmm. i really can't but that's why it took us fucking 30 minutes to answer your question yeah and what wow. is, i think this it's is the so longest important. episode ever but i'm, I'm happy that we me we too it. Yeah. because it is important because because seeing like just people that have it worked out no. isn't as helpful as knowing like how they got there yeah, and it was bumper cars and i and i want to share that with you i hope that you guys can under can nip it in the bud and early in the relationship yeah. to know like if this kind of if this partner is going to work for you if they're if they're in it as much as you are to like want to work through those problems if you got if we had like i don't know like um i guess there's some robots being worked on right now robots yeah where they like they'll follow you track you while you film stuff but if you could if you guys could see us on an average day it's actually pathetic it's, <laughs> it's pathetic I know and also we're so funny like we that's Steve's true. always like why do we never have the camera out like when that's we're actually because like we do some good we don't really, grade A bits we don't we, do a lot of bits miss. anymore yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on on camera, camera but yeah. like around camera, the house we're bidding non we bit non-stop and it's like really our best work and no it, one will ever is. see it and then if we tried to replicate it it just no, wouldn't be authentic yeah but it, do it. we're fucking hilarious you, actually off camera, we're really funny we're very funny we're, funny we're off camera we're not funny anymore so no I retired from comedy a long time ago like I'm very serious now and I put the this out everywhere i Good. say i'm very serious now Good. i'm a very serious person Good. um but off camera i am so funny very hilarious I'm, I'm telling you it's true like we just like do but, bits but to the, even today like i don't know we're just holding each other and yeah you know, we, we just got a, a spot in vegas and it's not it's very mushy usual thing but 
It was, it was, it's been, it's been, it's been a good time over here, folks. Yeah. Well, also he was having a, a bad day, to, not a bad day, but like a frustrating day. I had a frustrating today. day. Yeah. And so I could feel it. And so, and that's another thing too, is I can just feel even the slightest Same with you. thing off. Yeah. And so we just hugged for like 10 minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> like we didn't say anything. We just hugged. Yeah. So. Hope you guys all have that, and <laughs> I luck. want you to have that. No, we do. Uh, but uh, congrats on your marriage, person that just asked that one question that we you asked that so long ago, and um, hopefully that was answered. Wait, what was um, the, the one with the toxic things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they said in the beginning that they've been married. That's right. Um, since we were okay. we were getting married, yeah, and they're very happy. So congrats. Good. Love that. Love hearing that. Yeah. Um, and if you have a question, you could submit it to podcast at Nikki.limo. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky for crypto stuff and all other good stuff. And uh, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, check out our sponsors, and we'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, bye-bye. Longest episode ever, a new record. Hey, it's not really that long. It really it is. It's like 10 more minutes than it's our normal way episode. Longer, you know, you want more? Go to our Patreon. <laughs>